I want to know why you guys are saying that I owe you anything. Child support agency, you never really love me. You never really love my kid. All you really care about is your money. I told you once and I tell you again. I love my kid, but don't make him a brand. Don't extort me and call me a friend. I pay last month and I do it again. You gotta walk in my shoes. I gotta tell you the truth. You never cared about us. You just wanna get the money and live us a mess. And I got, see, this is so funny that you guys say this. I pay every month. I paid that on June 25th. Pretty sure that's June 25th. It says that I made that payment. Right, I, it hit our system June 27th. Oh, okay. So you do see that I paid for July. Well, that was the July payment. That was supposed to be paid July 1st, but I paid it July, June 25th. I paid it six days early, just so you guys don't freak out about that. It is very important that everyone understands this about this podcast up front. It is my opinion as a parent that all children need some type of support, whether it be teaching, whether it be financial support, anything. They need some type of support. The current child support program that's in place right now in America is absolutely wrong. They treat all paying parents like they're criminals without any regard for what they think. It is 8.30 p.m. on Monday, January 22nd, 2024. I'm your host. My name is Sean. I added a little bit onto the intro to this podcast. I was thinking about it last week, and actually tonight, Monday night, I did it. And... The reason why I add that on is because when people listen to it, they need to understand that this is not an I hate child support podcast. Actually, children need support. I understand that and that should be well understood. But the thing is that a lot of these parents lose sight of is that there is a child there and the child needs support. Now, the current system that's in place right now, I do not agree with at all. They do not care about these children at all. And the family courts is basically where it all starts. They know what's getting ready to happen, but they do it anyway. They do not care. They throw parents right into the fire, knowing what, what's about to happen. They And they have the opinion that as long as the child support is paid, they really don't care about anything else. And if that's the way they're going to play it, that the judges think that. The judges are in complete compliance and agreement that child support needs to be paid. Now, I agree that child support does need to be paid, but they need to make it a lot easier for parents to make payments. Like, for example, like if... Like I pay $300 every month. If I want to pay that instantly, then I have to pay a 10% higher convenience fee. So that turns my $300 a month payment for a child that never contacts me at all that lives in another country into a $330 payment each month. They have, in the, you know, like there used to be this way that I could pay my child support and it was like, three hundred dollars a month and there was no fee but because i reversed the accounts one time on it or something i don't know one time if you make a mistake one time see they never tell you this if 
you make a mistake one time, you can never again use that service. So, I don't know, it was like eight or nine years or maybe even more than that. Like, I was using that service and I did not know. And then one time I made a mistake and they're like, that's it. You can make a payment online now, but you got to use this link. So I went to that link and I'm like, that link turns that $300 a month payment into a $330 payment. I'm like, uh-uh. The judge ruled that I'm paying $300 every single month and that's what I'm going to pay. I cannot afford to pay you guys $330 a month. That's crazy. Oh yeah, and the mystery payment that I made on Christmas Eve, it appeared at the child support office on the 9th of January, so the next day. So I was ecstatic about that because the way it was playing out was that I was going to have to pay some like $12 fee to like Amscot, the place that I get the money order from, and then... You know, for them to trace the money order or give me the money back or something, then I was going to have to resend. And if I don't resend them the payment immediately, they don't receive that payment immediately, then they start the driver's license suspension process. And that is a mess. So the fact that they actually did receive the payment on the 9th of January was a good thing. Like, that was actually what I wanted to happen. Because, like, if it was lost, like, I thought it was lost. Like, you know, I sent it out from Amscot on Christmas Eve. And it took that long to get posted to my account. But I don't care because my driver's license didn't get suspended and nothing bad happened from it. They just took forever to post it to my account is all. So that is actually a happy ending if there is one in child support. I'm doing this podcast now on Monday night because Tuesday, tomorrow is going to be a very busy day for me. And I don't want to forget to upload this podcast and to complete it. So I'm doing it now and I'll upload it now and schedule it for it to be you know released tomorrow night. So anyway, the last time I got like a payment, you know, like um, not a receipt, but like a statement for every single payment I have made to child support ever. And it says right on that statement that the last day of support, it puts my son's 18th birthday. His birthday is this year in December. So I emailed somebody at child support. I'm like, so in December, you know, there's 31 days. I count every single day. Like it's like $8.60 or something. I don't even know. But then you, I multiply that by his birthday. And it says on there the last date of support. And it's highlighted as his birthday. So I highlighted that. And I saved it. And I emailed it to child support. And I was like, you know, like, so for my final payment, I get that is, you know, that the, you know, every day is $300 a month in December 2024 has 31 days in it. So that's like, I don't know, it comes out $103.80 or something like that. $183 or something, $187, I don't know, $180 something dollars. I figured out, I was like, so according to this that I got from you all, my final payment will not be the entire month's payment, but it'll be prorated. And 
they never got back to me on that, or at least they haven't yet. I don't know. Maybe today is some type of holiday. It's Monday. I don't know. When you work for the child support office, I guess you can take off. Like, there's certain days, like, oh, yeah, like, I got this email from child support. Uh, when did I get it? What day is today? Today is the 22nd. I got it on the 9th. It was the email about the mystery payment that was missing, but it really wasn't missing. It was just taking forever. Anyway, I got a copy of it. She, some lady at the child support office, scanned it in and sent it to me. And it shows that it left the Tampa post office on the second of the year. So I don't know how long it takes from them, but I know the regular U.S. Postal Service mail they used to take two days and cost a quarter when I was a kid. Now it costs, they just upped it again. It costs 68 cents now for a first-class postage stamp. It, it takes five days. So it used to take two days when I was a kid and cost 25 cents. And now it takes five days and costs 68 cents. That's crazy. But anyway, that's how I send them. So every month, this is what I do. I take the, uh, I, I print out an envelope, and on that envelope, I mean, I print out a label, and on the label, it goes to the distribution group, and then I print out another label, and it has the case number and all the information that they need, and so when I go to the AMSCOT, I get a money order, free money order for $300, and then I put that label on it, and it has all the information they need, who it's made out to, all that stuff, and then I take that money order, and I put it on top of this stamped envelope and then I take a picture of it with my phone and upload it to uh, my Google Drive and then I put the money order in the envelope and then I seal it and stick it in the mailbox. I do that every single month all the time. So when that payment didn't show up, I took the, you know, and I also say I said a $300 payment via first class mail from the AMSCOT at blah, 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 whatever the address is for that particular AMSCOT on this day at this time. And I put the exact time of the day that I mail it. And then I also put whether the AM or PM or whatever. So I took that text and I put it on the picture of the envelope and then I saved that picture of envelope. I did it in Canva. Canva is awesome. I love Canva. Anyway, so then I sent them that. And I was like, what happened to this payment? What's going on with this payment? And they were like, well, the last time that we see a payment was in November, blah, blah, blah. The same thing that I saw when I logged in. And I was like, that is absolutely incorrect. You can see right here is the actual picture. I called the AMSCOT and they looked all around. They looked around the mailbox. They looked in the mailbox because the mailbox at the AMSCOT locations, that mailbox is owned by AMSCOT. It's privately owned. It's not like it's not taken care of by the post office like the other blue mailboxes are. It's a completely different color blue. It's not like dark royal blue. It's like a light color blue. Anyway, 
So they looked for it, and then they called me back, and they're like, nope, we can't find it. So then I called. The child support office actually sent me an email with a copy of the envelope in it showing that it left the Tampa post office on the 2nd of January. So I was like, hey, that's cool, whatever. So I was just curious about, you know, the driver license suspension process that they usually start. I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't started because... I don't know what the fees are to reinstate your driver's license, but the fee used to be in 2014. It used to be just to get your driver's license reinstated with $60. So I imagine now it's probably way more than that, $70 or $80. And then on top of that, if my driver's license is spending, that means I can't drive for Uber at all because like Uber like has some kind of thing so they know when there is any type of issue whether you you know like when my um, insurance is getting renewed I don't even know about it until Uber sends me a message about that that's when I'm doing I'm like oh okay so then I just copy it and then just send it to them no big deal but they have some kind of they know what is going on with my driver's license at all times? So that is really all that I care about really is that my driver's license was not getting was not in the process of getting suspended because they will start the process of susp- a child support. They do crazy stuff with your driver's license. They will suspend your driver's license. They start a process for suspending your driver's license a lot of times without even telling you. So, like, I don't know, like, sometime in 2019, they started the process. I don't even know why they did this. But they started the process of suspending my driver's license. I don't even know why they did it. But I was just like, okay, listen, I have no idea why you guys are doing this, but here I am, I'm here, and I'm paying my child support, I don't know what else I can do to stop this, my driver's license from getting suspended, because I really need my driver's license right now, I really think it is very retarded for them to suspend driver's licenses, to start that action, that is like, the absolute worst thing that you can do. They suspend professional license all the time. So like for example, like let's say that you were like getting some surgery done. So they and they suspended your doctor's license for some reason because he didn't pay or she didn't pay her child support or whatever. What that does is everything was done with the procedure correctly, but and the insurance that makes huge problems for insurance companies because they don't want to pay for things when the surgeon's license was suspended. So even if you know the the person that did surgery on you, like for had their license suspended for one day and that person still saw patients all that day and did surgeries all that day then insurance will just not want to pay for it. And whose fault is that? That's not the patient's fault. That's not the surgeon's fault. Who? That is not any problem of anybody's except for the child support agency problem. That The child support agency does stuff like that all the time. Licenses should be completely off limits 
to child support. But child support doesn't think so. They use that as an enforcement action. So they suspend professional licenses all the time. And then they create all types of havoc. And then they get paid from the federal government for doing that. So they, the child support office wants to do that all the time. They want to suspend licenses all the time and create payment actions for themselves. So if you are connected to the child support system, in the state of Florida, the child support system is a program. It's basically a department inside the Department of Revenue. So they communicate with the driver's license offices. They're all, you know, in cahoots with each other. But basically, they suspend licenses all the time. So if you if you are connected to the child support agency for any reason, for any reason, they could sus they do suspend professional licenses. They suspend all kinds of licenses all the time. So if you have children and you're connected to the child support agency, you absolutely have to pay attention to that. And there is no notification usually. I mean, like you know, like I think one time in like. I think in 2014, you know, when I got fired from a job or when I lost a job or something, I don't even remember. I never been fired from a job, so had to be something else. But anyway, they um they started a driver's license pension. I paid them everything that I could, and at that time, my child support payment every month for a single child when he was still living here in the United States was $798.22 a month. And that's for one child, and I only made $40,000 a year. That's what can happen when you have a child. Even if, you know, like according to the guidelines, you're supposed to, like there's like some calculator or something, and it's some crazy number. It's immense, but they can depart from those guidelines, and they do. And the thing that I didn't know was... The other side, the my child's mother, see, at the time, she had some money because she sold the house that she was living in. It was like, I don't know, she sold it for like $350,000 and it was completely paid off by her father before he died. So she had like $350,000 in cash. So she paid, she had the money to pay a really good lawyer. Now, that really good lawyer... He was able to depart from the guidelines and they got a judgment against me and I wasn't even there. They do this all the time. They do not need the paying parent to be present when they get a judgment against them. Now, at that time, I had 30 days to appeal that decision, but I didn't know anything about the law at that time. I didn't know anything about child support. I should have appealed it. It was a horrible judgment. It was really bad. I should have I should have appealed it, but I didn't. There was all kinds of things in there like back child support. There should not have been any back child support because I was living with the mother before the child support action ever started. So there should be should have been no back child support at all and there was and i think that judgment that judgment stated that i needed to pay 798 dollars and 22 cents every month and that i also had back
exact child support in the amount of close to maybe even more. I don't even know. Close to $10,000, which is crazy. But that is absolutely what can happen when the when you go through the child support system. These judges, these courts, these quote unquote family courts, that is a misnomer. There is nothing fair about the family quote unquote courts. They all they're in cahoots with the child support agency and they know what's getting ready to happen. They use these children against you. Period. So like let's just say that you have children one day, right? Or that you have children right now and you're going through family court. There is something very bad about to happen. If you're in the family court system, there is something very bad about to happen. But the thing about family courts is that there's a lot of emotion involved, number one. And number two, there is no jury. So the only person that makes the decision about your life and about the child's life going forward is a single judge just one so let's just say like in my case the other side had a really good attorney now that really good attorney was in that courtroom pretty much every day so and he had a decent relationship with the judge now I learned something from that I learned a lot actually But the thing is that what you're paying for when you have an attorney is you're paying for that relationship that they have. That relationship is very strong. And these lawyers make a lot of money off the relationship that they have with the judge. And rightfully so. But the thing is that, you know, when parents go into family court, these parents don't know anything about the courtroom. They're... They have very little law experience, period. And you can find a lawyer. You know, a lot of times you have a lawyer that's like in the family, the family uses or whatever, and you tend to use that lawyer. And that lawyer will definitely take your money and walk you. You're going to, like, things are going to turn out exactly the same if you pay for a lawyer or if you don't. They're going to turn out very bad. The best thing that you could ever do is just avoid the family court system altogether because they will send you through the ringer. They are very bad. They're very crooked. The family court system is completely corrupted and the the family court system has been there for decades. And in order to the whole family court system is corrupt and needs to be completely revamped if you have a child if you know if you're a mother and a father if you get married in america if you get an american marriage license you're going to probably end up in family court that's just the way it is so if a mother like if you get a uh, if you get a marriage license in america and you go through a divorce, you're going to end up in family court. That's just the way it is. Now, 
even if you have a prenuptial agreement, which I highly recommend that everybody should get one, even if you get married when you're very young and you have nothing, you should absolutely have a prenuptial agreement. You should have it. Both people should sign it and you know, send it up to the cloud or do something with it. Keep it so you always have it because when it, if it if you ever need it, if if the two people never ever need to get a divorce, it makes it way easier to do. The, the people that are going through a divorce should be able to just take all the property and just divide it up themselves. That's just the way that it should be. Everybody should go their separate ways. But if you don't have a prenuptial agreement, then you're just going to have to divide all your assets according to the law. And that can be a real pain. For example, like what they will do, like let's say that you own a house that's worth $100,000. Let's just say what they'll do is all in you own two vehicles and you have dead on they're gonna add everything together to divide it in half next thing you know you're fighting over the toothpicks it's like ridiculous they start using the children against you is really bad i would highly recommend that every parent or everybody that before they get married they do two things and the reason why I know this is because I've been married and divorced twice. And the first thing that you should have always is a signed prenuptial agreement. When I say prenup, I mean prenuptial, like before you get married, not nump, like a lot of people say, it's N-U-P, nuptial. But it's very important that you have that, number one. And number two, you should watch Divorce Corp. Like, it's a documentary. It's, it's not Divorce Court. Like, Divorce Court. It's like Divorce Corporation. Like, it's huge money. Like, the the family courts, they make huge amounts of money. And you would be like, well, how are they going to make money off of a divorce? The reason why they make money off a divorce is because once the lawyers get involved, the judges... This is family court, so there is no jury. All that there is is a single judge. Now, let's just say somebody's lawyer is friends with that judge. Now, what do you think? Let me tell you what's going to happen. Whatever attorney is friends with the judge is going to win, and that lawyer or that judge is going to end up with a lot of cash. And that happens all the time. Whether or not you know, you know, your attorney gives them a check or gives them cash or, you know, you know, buy something for their car or buy something for their house, they're gonna get paid one way or the other. Child support agency, you never really love me. You never really love my kid. All you really care about is your money I told you once and I tell you again I love my kid but don't make him a brand Don't extort me and call me a friend I paid last month and I do it again You gotta walk in my shoes I gotta tell you the truth You never cared about us You just wanna get the money and live us a mess Are you a St. Petersburg police officer? Yes, sir. That's cool yes. Good job you ever arrested anybody that had a child support warrant before? Yeah. Really? What do you mean you're not a big fan of them? Because 
And that was like specifically written into the Constitution to no debtors' prison. Right. So you shouldn't be sending someone to jail over money. 